Hello, thanks for tuning in to Wellness Wisdom. I am Sharon Whitefawn, and today we're going to talk about the superpowers of the mind, self-directed positive neuroplasticity. Is there something that you believe or you think or that you do that you wish you didn't believe or think or do? If that's the case, you're not alone. We can all learn new things, and we can also unlearn old things that no longer serve us, right? Like we've all had experiences when we thought something was going to turn out to be great, but later we learned not so much. With more information and experience comes wisdom. The wisdom to change our minds. Like maybe a job we thought was great at first, but then later, after learning more, through our experience, we resigned. There could be someone from our past who we first thought was good for us and then we learned, with more information, that it wasn't what we had first imagined. We learn and we unlearn. I mean, look at all the things we've learned since infancy. Walking, using the potty, reading, playing an instrument or a sport. And look at all of the things that we have unlearned since childhood. Things that we now disregard. Spoiler alert, like the myth of the tooth fairy. Santa Claus, and the Easter Bunny. Don't say you weren't warned. <laughs> Maybe unlearning isn't the correct way of looking at it as much as to reevaluate and then make necessary change. Change? Yeah, I said it. Change. I know. Not many people like that word. A lot of people have difficulty with change. Yet because of neuroplasticity, which is a fundamental property of the nervous system, we can not only learn new things, we can also unlearn old habit patterns that no longer serve us. Regardless of our age or our life experiences, we can learn, grow, and yes, change. We can change whenever we want to, whenever we need to. And the human brain is designed for exactly that. It's actually built for change. Neuroplasticity is the superpower of the brain and it makes it possible to learn new information and also to purge outdated information. Learning to utilize this superpower is literally life-changing. We get to rewire outdated neural networks and change them. We update them to be more in alignment with where we want to go now, who we want to be now, and what we want to believe now and what we want to do with our lives now. It doesn't matter so much about the past. We can work with it now. A person can think that they have no value in the world and suffer from low self-esteem, maybe living a saddened life. But if they choose to, they can rewire entire neural networks to improve their thoughts, feelings around their self-worth, thereby increasing their self-esteem, elevating their mood, becoming more happy, and engage in life in a joyful, meaningful way. Your brain is like a computer or a smartphone. It's just hardware. And your mind is the software program. The software of our computers and our phones gets updated, right? Often just automatically, we get a new update, right? The brain also can, and it does, get updated automatically. Or more like we get programmed. We program our brains with self-talk, positive or negative, and that program gets downloaded also via things like 
social media, through target marketing and advertising, the news, influencers, TikTok, what else? Professional sports and music and so on. Also, certain life events automatically rewire our brains, positive and negative. We're always writing scripts. We're always telling ourselves stories without even realizing it. For example, something happens in your life or on the news, we'll call that external data or data input, and our brain begins uploading a script based on this new information, basically programming or reprogramming the software of our minds. Good, bad, healthy, unhealthy, or indifferent, the software automatically gets updated without us ever deciphering whether or not we want it to, or even how we want that information to be encoded, how we want to store it in our minds. It's usually an unconscious reaction. It's actually a default mechanism of the brain. It just takes in information. The brain, our hardware, it doesn't make any distinctions about that data. That's the mind's job to do. The problem is that a lot of us don't know, or maybe we forget, that we can override the default operations of the brain just by using our mind's remarkable ability to create our own interpretation and to recreate an outdated default interpretation of an experience from our past. We actually do have choice. We have choice in how we want information to be downloaded, how we want our brains to be programmed. We could witness, experience, or even hear about an event and then we choose how to download that information. Even if it's different from society's common attitudes or beliefs about such an event. That way we make it a conscious response. We don't have to believe what others believe. We don't have to be triggered by some random stimuli. And I'm not talking about living in denial. I'm speaking of reframing situations and consciously choosing what to download what script we want in our minds. Take control of what information you allow into your consciousness. Choose how to use your superpower wisely. Instead of just taking in the flood of external data mindlessly, self-direct that information to support positive neuroplasticity. Write a script that invokes positivity. You get to put a positive slant on otherwise not so positive information. A little while back, my husband and I were driving along when another driver struck our vehicle with such force, sending our car rolling, flipping over on all four sides, airbags deployed, cars totaled, ambulance, cops, fire trucks on the scene. And most people would call that an accident. We were, we were miraculously unharmed and we immediately decided to wire our brains for gratitude so that we downloaded the experience as a miracle, not an accident. We consciously chose to feel blessed immediately versus feeling like victims. This is one example of self-directed positive neuroplasticity in immediate action. Even if you believe for your entire life something, you can always reevaluate it. You can reframe and rewire your brain 
so as to view it differently or do it differently or think it differently. When was the last time you directed the software update of your mind? Would you like to rewrite an old script? Self-directed neuroplasticity involves altering our brains through specific choices in our thoughts, our emotions, beliefs, and even our behaviors. For instance, replacing an unwanted thought habit with a desirable one leads to the development of new neural pathways, which supports the development of new neural networks, which leads to the creation of new and improved updated program. This is how we get to change our lives for the better. Self-directed neuroplasticity is like muscle building the brain. The things that we think and do often, like ruminating, for example, will get stronger. And the brain functions that we don't practice, like self-love or gratitude, those things become weaker. This neural activity is why certain thoughts and actions become automatic functions in the brain over time. So we just automatically do something because we automatically think something. But if we change how we think, then we'll change how, what we're doing, right? So let's be honest, we're all programmed. And not all of our programming supports our well-being. If you're struggling in any way, take a look at your beliefs surrounding that issue. Is there a shift that you can make in a previously held belief? Maybe a slightly different perspective you could take on the situation. Is there something you need to learn to help shift your focus from pain to peace of mind? Is there something you need to unlearn? Is it time to change the wiring of your brain? Remember right in the middle of the word believe is the word lie, L-I-E. Could your belief about something contain a lie? Do we ever fully know the entire truth of any situation? I mean, really? It's called reframing. I call it mental gymnastics. I command my brain to like jump around, contort itself, look at things upside down, sideways, backwards, anything to shift my point of view so that I can gain a new perspective and eventually somehow make peace with it. We get to rewrite our own script. Again and again and again, we can rewrite it until we think better, feel better, and behave better. There's a lot of ways to practice self-directed neuroplasticity. I personally have designed a few programs that teach many simple methods of doing so. 28 Days to Maxification is one of them, and also my book, Create the Life You Desire. Both can be found on my White Fawn Wellness website. For now, though, I want to leave you with an exercise to rewire your programming and one that you can start today. It's a gratitude practice. Dr. Martin Seligman is a pioneer in positive psychology. He's done so much research in this area and he reveals how making a focused effort to be grateful has been proven to rewire our brains for improved mental health and emotional well-being. When we are emotionally well, our physical health follows suit. It's natural law. It can't not be because your spirit is the blueprint for your form. What we do psychologically on the mental, emotional, spiritual level will improve our lives on the physical level. And humans tend to focus on negative things in life. 
And that has to do with the amygdala and how our ancestors had to survive, right? So we're wired for survival. Our ancestors needed to avoid threats in order to survive. We wouldn't be here if they didn't avoid threats and survive, right? But we don't live among saber-toothed tigers anymore. We do, however, live under constant perceived threats dictated by external forces and usually for their own selfish purposes. Now we know how to combat those perceived threats, how to de-escalate ourselves and experience joy in daily life. Rick Hansen says that bad events stick to the brain like Velcro and positive things slide off like Teflon. And again, that goes back to the reptilian brainstem and the survival of our ancestors. Although we have evolved to a certain degree and we have farther to go for sure, but neuroscience continues to elucidate that we've barely tapped into our amazing brain's fullest potential. We have to practice making the good things stick, the positive things stick like Velcro. And the not so good things practice allowing them to slide off like Teflon. We need to have a daily practice in our lives if we're gonna do this in order to keep the positive events in our forebrains. We can, and I say we should, update old programming, rewrite outdated scripts, and create the mindset that we need and that we want in order to be healthy and well, body, brain, and soul. A gratitude practice is just that. It's a practice, right? It won't work if you don't actually practice it. So what I'm going to share with you is a practice, and I highly recommend you do this every night. And it's simple. Just get a notebook or a journal or just scrap paper, really. You could just have a little pile of papers next to your bed. But keep a pen and paper somehow by your bedside. After you're done in the night, you're going to shut down your TV and all your other devices and pick up your old school devices right? Pencil and paper, old school devices. Don't do this in notes on your phone or on your laptop. Instead, write with that old school pen and paper because it helps to slow down the brain, which is better for processing new information, and it helps it to stick like Velcro by giving your brain time to marinate in this new information. Neural networks don't get rewired instantaneously. It takes time. So just like practicing a sport or music or anything that we want to be good at, it takes practice. So what you'll do is list three things that went well today. Write down three good things, three blessings that you experienced today. However you word it, make it yours, like really play with it and make it simple. Also, it doesn't have to be long and drawn out. Just whatever three things that you can quickly write down, you know, jot down on paper. This is going to help the positive stick in your brain, just like Velcro. Okay, so you listed those three things. Next to each of those three things that you listed, write down why it was good. Write down why it went well or why you think it was a blessing. If you can only come up with like one thing for starters, that's okay, start there. And then eventually work your way up to three times. When you get really good at it, you hardly know when to stop. It's four, five, six, seven times. You start looking at everything as a blessing. But anyway, remembering the why is important. It's important to see the connection between your blessings and your part in them, the part you play in creating your life's positive experiences. 
and practice this every night. Don't be hard on yourself if you miss a night, but really make this a daily practice. This is but one powerful way to make those lasting connections in your neural networks for creating lasting peace of mind. The research has been done, it's been redone, it's been proven and reproven. When you take time to appreciate positive experiences, you'll likely find, as Seligman's research participants have, that life is a lot more fulfilling. A sustained gratitude practice induces an optimistic mindset. Create the life you desire by using your brain's amazing superpower, self-directed, positive neuroplasticity. Hmm. Have a great day. Thanks for being here. Bye.